0: Well, what is going on, Bills Mafia? Welcome. Welcome, everybody, into the Overreaction Sports Show brought to you by the Market Dominator on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Podcast Network. I'm your host. I'm the voice of the Overreaction Sports Show. My name is Joe Miller, and you can find me, as always, on Twitter at Joe Miller Wired. And whether this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee, as we like to say, maybe on the drive to work, at the gym with your AirPods in, or watching me uh, live right now, let me just say one more time, welcome. It's so good to have you. How you guys doing, fam? How's the mafia doing? How are you guys doing? It's so good to see everybody piling into the chat as we are live on YouTube, Facebook, and Periscope uh, jump in whatever platform you're on, just jump in and say, what's up, everybody? Say, what's up to the fam? Say, what's up to the mafia? Uh, it's so good to have all of you guys joining me live. We got a, I got a full show for you tonight. Uh, I got a, I got a, a packed show, if you will. Uh, I'm going to be joined by the Buffalo Nerd. The Buffalo Nerd, in case you don't know who the Buffalo Nerd is, the Buffalo Nerd is my very good friend, Colt Schroeder. And Colt is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes I'm also going to be giving away two free tickets, two sets of tickets to the Buffalo Bills versus the uh, uh, Packers game uh, this Saturday uh, preseason. Sorry, I'm getting a little distracted because we've already got a super chat from Brooke. Brooke, thank you so much. Uh, Brooke is at a concert right now. She's having a blast. She said she's going to check the replay. Uh, Go Bills. Brooke, thank you so much for jumping in and being a part of the show and jumping in on that super chat. And just so everybody knows as well, we are officially live on Super Chats. So what that means is if you are watching us uh, live currently uh, on YouTube, if you want to get my attention, the best thing you can do is uh, to Super Chat me. It'll come up in that neon color as you just saw. I'll read it. I'll acknowledge it, whatever the comment the question is, and I'll respond to it. Uh, But otherwise, if it does get lost, keep in mind, this is a podcast. This is a show that is meant to be consumed via uh, your car or your phone on Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So if I if I don't see your comment or your question, I apologize. I'm not necessarily being, uh, I don't know what the word is. I'm not j- just choosing Super Chats. Just sometimes it's hard to keep up as I'm trying to get through my content. But uh, before that Super Chat came in, I was talking about the fact that the Buffalo Bills are playing The the uh, the Packers this weekend at one o'clock, one o'clock on Saturday. And I'm going to be giving away two free tickets to that football game, two tickets. I've actually got another set of tickets that I'm going to be that I'm going to be giving away this week, maybe on the hump day hotline. Not sure how I'm going to be doing that, but do me a favor. Jump into the chat section, the comment section. Please say hi, uh, just so that we know you're here. Also, preseason football, man, oh, man. I don't know where you're landing on all of this preseason stuff as far as what this Buffalo Bills team looks like. I don't know whether to be super excited or a little bit concerned, <laughs> frankly. And now stick with me. You're like, you're probably thinking, what are you talking about, Joe? They look amazing. The starters aren't playing and they're destroying teams. That makes me a little bit concerned. Generally, what we find from years past in the NFL is that basically, you know, it it turns into a situation where good teams in the preseason tend to be very bad teams in the regular season, and bad teams in the preseason tend to be very good teams in the regular season, and the reason is bad football teams, generally speaking, when they enter the preseason, they game plan, and they try to get a little bit of a head start, and they use that time to study opponents and to do certain things Uh, to basically get prepped or better prepped for the season, and it puts them with a little bit of an advantage over better teams in the NFL who are looking at preseason just to evaluate talent. So therefore, bad teams have a tendency to come out of the the, the preseason relatively good, whereas right, the the, the good football teams don't. They they strictly run guys out there. They're going to evaluate talent. They're looking for guys for their roster. They're looking to kind of figure out what they want to do. Uh, and what we've been watching the Buffalo Bills do is effectively crush people, including the Brown, uh, the Bears. I'm sorry, this past weekend, absolutely annihilated the Bears. It was almost embarrassing to watch what our Buffalo Bills did to the Chicago Bears. And even with that, with primarily backups, there were not very many starters that played in that football game. Mitch Trubisky was on fire. The dude was absolutely on fire. Oh Man, the amount of hope that I have and anticipation, we've talked about it. I've said it several times over the last couple weeks, the amount of of anticipation that I have for this coming season, it builds with every single preseason game, with everything that happens, with every practice that I attend. It just continues to pile on top of each other to the point where I'm about to burst at the seams waiting in expectation for what this season is going to bring us. If this defense, you've heard me talk about it on the Humpty Hotline. You've heard me talk about it on this show. If this defense can find its form, if it can return in any way, shape, or fashion uh, back to uh, what they were in 2019, then it is going to be an incredible feat uh, what they're going to accomplish in in 2021. And I apologize. I'm, I'm actually talking with with my my guest Colt. I for, I forgot to send him the uh, the chat, or I should say the the link uh, to to the show t- tonight. So he's asking me for the link so he can get in get it get in here. So I apologize. Uh, I just sent it to him a second ago. But uh, if they can return to form to 2019 form, it is going to be how do I want to say this? If if we get 2020 Josh Allen 2020 offense right, and we get 2019 defense you guys better be buying super bowl tickets or at least planning what your super bowl party is going to be going to look like because this team is going to the super bowl if if they're a top 5 offense and the top 5 defense this year and the special teams are good and we got a splash of that this weekend as well i mean look out it's going to be unbelievable it's going to be it's going to be incredible and it's something that i'm here for and you're here for and the anticipation is real and exciting uh but uh speaking of real life uh, just for a moment, Stefan Diggs, in case any of you missed it, has been named as the 11th best player on the NFL's top 100 players list by the players themselves. If you have not seen that yet, don't navigate there now. But when we're done, check it out. I was going to download the video and actually like present it, but we've had some trouble uh, with the NFL network shutting kind of some stuff down and muting things and challenging things and blocking videos and blocking YouTube shows. So I'm just going to tell you that it's out there. If you If you have not been made aware yet, that uh, Stefan Diggs has now has been named the 11th best player in the NFL. Uh, It's out there. It's on on the NFL Network's YouTube channel. You can check it out after the show. I would go there right after we're done here. Uh, However, I do want to just address this real quick. Uh, we've been talking about this for a couple weeks now. Just to keep this in front of you, cutdown days. So the Buffalo Bills just cut five players. This is what's insane about the depth that we've talked about on this football team. They cut five players recently. Two of them have already been signed to, to rosters. That doesn't mean they're going to make those teams. However, it stands to reason that they might because they just signed new contracts with those teams. However, uh, the Buffalo Bills have to be down to 80 players by August 24th that's in 2 days, 80 players. They've got to be down to 53 August 31st and then the last preseason game is this Saturday, the 28th. So they're going to play this this Saturday's game, Saturday's game the, the 28th and then they're going to have to cut down to 53 and then after that is the last open practice on September 1st. Um I don't know how many of you are going to that fo- that that practice. I will actually be there. And I'm being corrected by EB right now in the chat. EB says there was three players. From the first five guys cut from from this squad, three players have been signed to other teams. Think about that for a second. We have lived with Buffalo Bills teams for years and years and years where at our final cuts, these guys are out of the NFL almost entirely. Now at our very first cuts going from 93 to 88, Five of those guys have signed, have already been picked up by other squads, just to finish the preseason with them. Now, obviously, we have no idea if they're going to stay there, but it's 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 an it's an incredible feat. I prepare yourselves. We've talked Jay Spence the King and I have talked a lot about it. Prepare yourselves for heartbreak. <laughs> I don't know how to say it any other way than that, other than to prepare yourselves for heartbreak, because l- quite literally, the Buffalo Bills are going to be cutting players that all of us want on this football team. It's going to be a rough cut season. The Buffalo Bills are going to be cutting players who are going to go on to start for other NFL football teams almost immediately, if not immediately. However... I'm going to be at that last open practice on September 1st. I believe it is a Wednesday. McKenna and I will be there. If you're in town, if you're going to be around, let me know. Hit me up on Twitter or Facebook and uh, would love to meet up, catch up with you. As I said, Colt Schroeder, from the Buffalo Nerd, is going to be joining us uh, hopefully here in a few minutes. I just sent him the link to the show. Hopefully he gets that. Uh, but I do want to talk just real quick. And, and Colt and I are going to kind of dig in a little bit more into this preseason game against the Bears. Man, this defense looks good. I cannot, even, I cannot even begin to tell you what I feel about when I see this defense and what they're doing to opposing offensive lines, to opposing uh, offensive quarterbacks, what they're doing just in the ways of shutting them down. And oh, by the way, there's a lot of starters, Jerry Hughes, Mario Addison at this point, right? Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Tredavious White. There's a lot of guys that are still not playing. They still haven't even seen a snap in the preseason. And then you pile that on and we start to talk about the offense. (laughs) Mitch Trubisky looked like he could take this football team to the Super Bowl on Saturday. Again, we're tempering all of this with the fact that it's the preseason. However, Mitch Trubisky looked really, really good. He looked, dare I say, almost better than he ever looked as a Chicago Bear in that football game. The special teams... Looked really, really good outside of one Isaiah McKenzie fumble. And let's just be honest, he's going to fumble. Wide receivers are going to fumble. Running backs are going to fumble. Quarterbacks are going to fumble. It's going to happen. But you take Isaiah McKenzie and what he looked like and the and the, and the the yardage he was getting, getting us, and then you add on top of that, Stevenson, Marquez Stevenson, returns a punt. A, a kid that didn't return punts in college returns a punt for a touchdown in a preseason football game. And I know a lot of it was because of how well the line played on that particular play. But even Marquez Stevenson is putting himself in a situation where the Bills are not going to be able to afford to cut him. Now he obviously has an injury. We we, we sustained some injuries in that football game to him as well as to uh, Spencer Brown. I have not heard yet. I don't know if anybody else has in the chat. If you have, let me know. Jason Taylor says, Mitch was Mitch. Nothing spectacular, just competent play. I disagree. I, I, as much as that was a preseason game, and these guys have all played in preseason games before, that game meant a little more to Mitch than it did. It's almost like going back to see your ex-girlfriend or see your ex-wife. There was a lot of pressure on his shoulders. That was not just him being meh. He was actually 70% through through a touchdown, drove the field several times. I think when he left the game, weren't they up 28 points? It was like 28 to nothing. It was incredible. Absolutely incredible. The game that he put on and he had quite a bit of pressure in my opinion on his shoulders. These guys getting this press conference and as much as he said after the game, you know, I haven't really thought about it since I don't know, Thursday, Wednesday. It's not true. I promise you. He's been thinking about it. I promise you got a lot more to talk about, got a lot more to talk about. So stick around as far as preseason goes, I'm going to be giving away shortly Two free tickets to this uh, football game coming up this weekend. But before we do that, I want to bring in right now one of my main dudes, one of my good friends. His name is Colt Schroeder. He's the Buffalo Nerd. What is up, Joe Miller? How are you tonight? Well, you never miss
1: an opportunity to hang out with The Voice is what I've been told. <laughs> so that's why I'm here.
0: People say that to me all the time and I just don't get it. <laughs> hey, when they love you, they love you, man. <laughs> so you just got off work. How you feeling? I'm good, man. I'm uh, fired up.
1: I rewatched the game twice today. Um, you know, wow. So, uh, yeah, it, it feels good. Uh, you know, It's
0: fun. Well, let's start off the show this way. We're going to start by letting you tell everybody who you are, uh, what you do, and where they can find you. And then maybe we'll give away a set of tickets maybe right now. What do you think about that? I like giveaways. All right. So let's do that. So why don't you, real quick, uh, tell us to tell, tell everybody who, you know, just, just give us the rundown. You know, the drill, give us the rundown.
1: Yeah. So, uh, some of you might know me, uh, already cause hopefully you're following along with some of the stuff I'm doing, but if you're mm-hmm. not, uh, I'm Colt Schroeder, uh, AKA the Buffalo nerd. Uh, you can find me at the Buffalo nerd sports podcast or the Buffalo nerd.com. Uh, that's pretty much where I hang out and do my thing. Um, we obviously talk, uh, you probably guessed it, um, Buffalo Bills, Uh, but you know I I run around the league quite a bit. Uh, We do a lot of like fantasy. Uh, We do a lot of like kind of betting. I mix it up with Mm -hmm. a lot of different things. Um, But most importantly, the reason that I like doing the show a lot is because we like to uh, highlight a charity every week. So uh, each week my guest that comes on, they choose the charity uh, that we highlight. So we chat up a cool charity that's doing a lot of cool things, and then uh, we talk football. So it's a lot of fun. Um, If you guys aren't checking me out yet, I hope you do after today. Uh, Joe, thanks for letting me come on. it's interesting. You're going to be giving away tickets, uh, as well, because I'm actually going to be uh, doing the same thing here real soon because, <laughs> uh, I just started the nonprofit, uh, the Buffalo nerd gives, right. So, um, we're going to be taking the podcast a little bit further and I've already had some incredible things donated um like some season opener tickets um that are going to be coming up for raffle um here real soon and we're going to make some money and raise some money for a charity there in western new york so pretty stoked about that so let's give away some tickets uh daniel thanks for the what's up man appreciate that and uh, let's have some fun talking bills football
0: yeah, so Colt is a very good friend of mine. Uh, we've never met, which is uh, how this Twitter and kind of YouTube thing goes, as far as with content creators. However, we've become very, very close friends, and uh, I just appreciate you and your friendship and and everything that you, just the way that you speak into me and 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 just kind of who you become for me. So it's it's an honor and just exciting to have you on. I've been meaning to get you on, and this is the last guest spot I'm gonna have until this season is over. So you got it. I like it. I like it a lot.
1: All that kissing ass is paying off,
0: huh? You can say you can say that. So this is what we're gonna do. We are going to I'm going to post the link to the show in the chat, which is dangerous. Right? So now everybody that is watching this show can potentially access the show. Now you can't get into the show unless I give you access. However, this is how you're going to win. Now, Colt, if you know this answer, please do not respond. Okay. But when you, what we're going to do is I'm going I'm I'm to put out how you have to win, and then somebody's going to have to answer the question. Hopefully, they'll be able to go to the game, and they're not just jumping in to answer. Uh, and then you and I will talk for a little bit, and I'll pull people on live, and the first person with the correct answer wins the tickets. Does that sound fair?
1: I like that. That's really okay. awesome.
0: Okay, so this is what we got. So I have coined a phrase. I have coined a hashtag on this show about the Buffalo Bills. If you know what that hashtag is, if you know what that phrase is, that is basically something that I've come up with all on my own. And by the way, I am going to be making some t-shirts to go along with it. If you know what it is, click that link, jump into the, back, the green room. I'll pull you on the show. And if you have the answer, if you can give me the answer, you will win the tickets. So that is what the rules are. So you've got to know the answer that I've just asked, which is What is the catchphrase, the hashtag that I have created about the Buffalo Bills in 2020? And obviously, it's going to take place, I think, I hope, in 2021 as well. And hopefully, nobody in the chat section will give it away. But uh, hopefully, everybody knows what it is. If you do, jump in. If not, I don't know what we're going to do. Hopefully, somebody gets it and wants to go to this game.
1: Of all else, we can let Chris Janke do it because we he better know the answer. He says he knows the answer and he better, because I know he watches you all the time. So yeah. and he's been on your show as well, right? He has, so he, has so as he well. better know the answer. So if nobody gets it right, Chris gets to come on and he picks the winner.
0: That'll work. That'll work. So yeah, we'll give it a couple of minutes. So let's let's do this. Somebody's somebody's in there saying this too easy. <laughs> Richard Rush says it's too easy. Uh so Colt, what are your immediate thoughts from the first two preseason games that you watched?
1: Uh, it's really fun when you have a good team. And the thing I was, I was told myself this yesterday after that game, I was just sitting there and I was thinking, I was like the, the biggest thing that I noticed in this preseason that I have not seen in forever is we're not vanilla. And even if we are vanilla, our vanilla is so much cooler, right? It's like, you, you heard the, the, the commentators talking about, like we ran 14 belly, probably like 14 times in that game, but each time we ran it, there's different people moving to different places. We never used to do that kind of stuff. The defense is flying around. It's just so much more fun to watch this, right? Cause right. You, you see that they're actually right now in a position where they need to know who can do what. So they have to run legit plays. They have to work hard. They have to do these things and, and move and move and move to really find out who fits this team. Because we've got a contender. And when you have a contender, Everybody's cuttable realistically. I mean, right. you, you you've got to do well and you've got to fit what we need and where we're at money-wise and everything that's taking place. So for me, not being vanilla has been the most like refreshing thing that I've ever felt.
0: That's good. Yeah, it's 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 there's there's something special about what we're seeing and what we're watching. Uh, and for those of you that are, that are paying attention, I've now put the the contest rules at the bottom. It's just going to scroll. So as Colt and I are talking, it'll scroll. And the first person that has the answer, again, click the link that I provided. I'll throw it in there again in a couple of minutes because the, the comments are going by a little bit fast. Uh, click the link, come in, give me the answer. You get the tickets. Um, there's something to be said about what we're watching. And I don't know, man, I don't, I don't know where I fall. And I, I don't want to get ahead of... Where I want to be, kind of like in my questions with you, but what we're watching, even like amongst this defensive line, and and these young guys, and the energy that they're bringing, and like the just that the the overwhelming just the overwhelming sense of pressure. Is this is what we're watching? Is it an energy piece? Is it a, they're that much better, or is it that they're preparing, kind of like what I was saying in the show a minute ago, that they're preparing and they're game planning, and the other team is not, or is it a situation where they're literally better? What do you think?
1: Yeah, so for me, uh, somebody asked me this question, not this question earlier, but they brought up the defensive line, and Rousseau obviously was who they asked about, and they're like, how is he doing? And I'm like, well, obviously he looks very fast. He looks very athletic. He looks very good. But for me, the rest of the defensive line, looks that way too. We look stronger. We look faster. We look like just everything looks different to me. And I think part of that isn't that we're game planning necessarily. We're going out there and we're running plays that we're actually going to run at some point or another, because we need to see if the guys running it can do it or not. But on top of that, to me, it's been like, I don't know what the best way to really kind of to say it is, but it's not that we're game planning, but we're talking about 19 out of 22 guys came back last year. Mm -hmm. This team is just in a different place. The guys don't need to learn as much. We don't have as many people trying to fit pieces. I mean, even McKenzie's been with us for three years and he's out there running around a ton right now. Right. Mm -hmm. So we're just in a different situation. And I hope we are game planning. Cause who cares if we are, we should want to go into this season and crush everybody and, and run this thing. Like we need to win because we do. And we've never felt this before. We've never done this before. Right. Every preseason has been like, Oh, run the ones out there. Okay. They did their couple things. All right, let's run this run play run play. Yeah. Well now we got to throw. So let's throw, you know, like it's so, it was so boring. It was dull. And it was like, there was no, like that didn't even feel energy now. It's it's so incredible.
0: Yeah, it's uh it's been something to watch. AJ Epinesa said in his post game conference. I don't know if you if you caught it immediately after the game. He said that they put an emphasis on practice this week on the pass rush, and which is interesting because they did a really good job in pass rush against the Lions. I felt they weren't as good as they were against the Bears, but they did a really good job. Um, and obviously, th- those are two different football teams. I felt like they did a much better job against the run. As well against the Bears. Like Groot got folded under a couple times on the run. They, they, Basham got beat on the run a couple times. But even these young guys, game to game, you can see just kind of their growth, if you will, uh, which is really, really exciting. Where do you think it puts a guy like Mario Addison and Vernon Butler, who we saw playing, running with the third team late in the game? Fourth quarter, Vernon Butler's on the football field and Harrison Phillips started. Butler was supposed to get the start. When they did the, the list of the starters that said Vernon Butler was starting, Harrison Phillips played the first snap. And Harrison Phillips was out when he got injured, but he was out by, I think, halftime. But where do you think that puts a guy like Vernon Butler?
1: Well, I think it's exactly like what Epineza is talking about. You put They put an evidence. At, I'm not even going to try to say it because now I know Emphasis. I can't say it. Thank you. But it's because <laughs> that, that group of players, mm-hmm. there's guys getting cut there. Right. Yeah. And there's guys that are going to cost us money getting cut there. Vernon yep, Butler yep, yep. is toast. That there's, dude, he, I think he was in a little earlier because I, I th- there was one play at like the end of the uh, second quarter, like real end towards the half where Zimmer came sprinting out to make a tackle and who'd he leave in his dust? Vernon Butler like, right. looked like he wasn't doing anything and Zimmer's <laughs> cruising down the line. So to me, that's what that was about. It's like, Hey, I got, I got 10 guys right there right now that I, I need to know who's going where. And it's time to just really figure it out. And the young dudes stood out and Vernon Butler was non-existent. You see him party. Like when he got that sack against the third string guys in the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. he, he gets a sack and he's like stoked. I'm like, dude, dude basically ran into you for starters, <laughs> but you're, you shouldn't even be out there right now. You're going to cost us three million dollars to not play on this team.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that and that's the other thing too about the the, the money and the, and the cap numbers and stuff like that. the Bills are I think eight and a half million dollars in the cap, and if they walk away from Mario Addison and they walk away from Vernon Butler, one of the two or both, they just basically lose that money. There's no advanced money. It's not it's not going to be bigger money than what it is right now against the cap. They just are basically going to pay. All that money to two guys to be to not be on this football team because they're going to decide to potentially, if they do this, go with a youth movement. Uh, which I'm for. I would rather see I would rather see Greg Rousseau, Boogie Basham, AJ Epinesa rushing with Jerry Hughes rushing the passer this year than more of what we saw last year. Are you in that same spot?
1: Uh, I, with a little kicker, I do, I do think Addison still has a reason to be here and it's it's because he, he can, he can mentor these guys and he's the, you can already sense he's, he's already been doing it. Right. So you sense he's the type of player that knows this is it, right? Like he's, he knows this is the moment where he potentially could be going Mm -hmm. and, if he's, he's doing the best thing he can, he's going to be productive when he gets a chance and he's going to teach these dudes how to do it. And hopefully he's going to get a Super Bowl out of that. Right. And that's going to be, so I, I do agree though. It is time. Um, Jerry next year, we can obviously cut loose because he's he'll be a free agent. Right. So it's absolutely time to make that move. And when you've got now, I say that tentatively, right, because we've seen them flash in preseason, and we, I really right, hope it right. can transition, and I think it will because we're going to rotate a lot of people around. Um, but it it is ch- it is tough to make that move, but it's time.
0: Yeah. So, but but they're so deep, they're so deep, and they're so young at defensive end. Who who are you cutting to keep? Mario Addison, and I don't disagree with you. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I I like Mario Addison as a player, and I think that he came in here in 2020 with the expectation to play 45 to 50 percent of the snaps, pass rush specialist, wouldn't be in there playing as much as he did. But who do you cut? So I think it's
1: uh, what we're got to get away from with this group a little bit is the whole DT type of thing, right? I think right, right, it's right. just what are the best guys to go across the line. And I think there's a way that you can make him fit inside of that. And, you know, like Butler's got to go. He might get lucky because uh, we're, we're, Phillips might have just got real, hurt real bad here, right? So he, he might be out for a little
0: while. It's somebody in the same knee. Something in the chat said it's minor. If it's a sprained knee, that's minor ish. But I mean, but yeah, go ahead.
1: Yeah, we'll see. It's the same knee he had the ACL on or whatever. So I mean, uh, McDermott earlier in the day was the last I heard where he just said that it, it could be a little while, but they know more after practice. So hopefully that's the case. If that is the case, then that that does push the Addison. Maybe he's not going to make it. But mm-hmm. between him potentially being hurt, and other people that we can we can finagle and put on the IR that are hurt and stuff right now. I think he can exist, but I, I can agree with you wanting to just say it's time. Let's do it because Phillips does have some vet to him. You know, he's been a, yep. around yep. the league yep. for a few years, yep. so it's not like it's going to be all young, young guys. And Jerry's right. more than capable of being the alpha and showing them all how to do it.
0: Yeah, and and that's I mean the the McDermott kind of bean thing has always been to have some at least one, but primarily one vet in every room. Uh, And Jerry has been that guy ever since Kyle left. Jerry has kind of stepped up and kind of taken that leadership role. I don't know that they need three guys that are a little bit long in the tooth. And Jerry, to me, still has a motor and brings a lot of value where I just have some 2020 hangover. I've got 2020 hangover, not only with Vernon Butler and Mario Addison, but also with like Terrell Dotson. Like, I'm just not, like, he got the opportunity to play and didn't show me, and I know he's had a better preseason than Tyrell Adams has had and some of the other ones, but I'm just kind of, and I'm not necessarily bringing him up for you to talk about him, but I just got a little bit of hangover. I think that's where I'm at. Like, I was a little bit disappointed, right? I, I would probably feel that way about AJ Klein, too, had they not figured out whatever it was week six, week seven, when they figured out how to finally scheme scheme him and get him to be effective inside of this defense. I'd probably, probably be in the same spot with him, like, just more of the same if that, Makes any sense at all, uh, ladies and gentlemen. You are watching and listening to the Overreaction Show here on the Buffalo Rumblings Multicast Network. We're trying to give away two tickets, and this isn't going well yet. Colt, like apparently, people don't know my catchphrase as well as I would expect them to. Um, how do I drop a hint? What do you think? Do you know what? It, do you know what it is by chance?
1: I don't think I do. A hundred percent know what it
0: is. Gotcha.
1: I know your your your, your tagline for me is the. Well, I, I guess I don't want to say it in case it's actually it.
0: <laughs> if it's the show opener, if it is. This, if this podcast finds you around a cup of coffee. That yeah. is not it. That is not okay. The answer.
1: That that's what I when I when I think of the voice, that's what I associate it with. Is I'm like I'm I got my cup of coffee with you, so maybe I know I don't. Should yeah. we just let Chris do it? Or no, are we gonna, not yet. Gonna I'll wait. drop a hint. I'll drop a hint. Okay.
0: So basically, the hint is this. And, the, and normally, when I frame it, I frame it around the concept of 2018, 2019, Josh Allen. If you told somebody. Or you believed Josh Allen was going to be good, they would tell you not blank. Uh, if if you believed in the Buffalo Bills and you thought that they were gonna be really, really good, or you were excited, or potentially could be a Super Bowl contender, they would tell you not blank. So if that is helping anybody at all, maybe not. This might be a really, really bad contest. We might just have to give <laughs> it's not Boho Mojo. <laughs> He, so
1: so if, yes. if, if nobody else gets it though Jeffrey wins I vote Jeffrey wins if nobody else gets it right just for that
0: Spence is giving the answer away oh my gosh so that so the first person that wants to go to the football game needs to click that link get online and and, and join us join me and Colt and tell us what the answer is hashtag that answer you see it now Do, does it ring a bell now
1: it does I've heard it before now I think you should change it to Bojo Mojo, though. I really like that. Look, Spence Spence says I was right.
0: (laughs) You were right, Jay Spence. And, uh, oh, by the way, if you can get to town. Uh Uh-oh, Dave is jumping in. So Okay, winner, winner. What's up, Dave? You are live on the Overreaction Show. What is the answer? Can you get it
2: right? The the answer is to uh, not overreact.
0: (laughs) That is not the answer. Check the comments section, my friend. (laughs) one I'll more jay I'll, give, spence. I'll give you one more shot
1: all right all right hold on hold on chat go to jay spence at 6 31 p.m <laughs>
2: <laughs> hold on hold on we got this we got this boys all right all right my uh my son
1: chris Yankee's coming up with new phrases for you right now too joe i at oh.
2: it
0: i can't believe it's not butter nice <laughs>
2: Chase spent. Chase spent. He,
0: ju- he, he just posted it a second ago.
1: Yeah, 6.31, two minutes ago.
0: Because I was right? No, no just go before a little bit that, further. Just before that. <laughs> we're getting there. Hashtag. Hashtag. He didn't say hashtag. I'm adding the hashtag, but literally it was two comments before I was right. So I don't know how much scrolling you're doing. It looks like you're scrolling your phone a lot.
2: Living in wildest
1: dreamland.
0: Wildest hey. dreams land hashtag wildest dreamsland. land. Dave, uh, are you on Twitter? First question: Are you on Twitter? Can you DM me on Twitter?
1: I can DM you on Twitter. Yeah.
0: Are you following? So you're fo- are you following me on Twitter right now? Yes, sir. Awesome. So I'm following you on Twitter. So go ahead and DM me on Twitter. And what I'll do is I'll get your email address from you and I'll get you the tickets. The tickets are being provided from my friend, Kenny Dudek. And I just want to thank Kenny right now for uh, donating those tickets to the show. And Dave, you said you wanted to take your son. You're going to get the opportunity to take your son to the football game this weekend to see the Buffalo Bills play against the Packers. So Dave, you've got the answer. You win, my friend. DM me. Do not forget. DM me on Twitter and I will get you uh, the, the, the details for the tickets. I'll, I'll actually get them transferred over to you.
1: Right on. I'll DM me right now.
0: Yep, Take DM me. Wrong. Awesome, brother. Thank you. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> Make sure you don't post any porn.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. You'll get blocked before the game. Oh, that's hysterical. I don't know why Amanda's joining us, but welcome into the show, Amanda. I just threw Hell, you up yeah, here just, just to throw you up here. Do you know the answer, Amanda?
2: <laughs> I don't know. I'm actually kind of lost. My husband's like, don't you know it? I'm like, I don't know. Did you get the answer yet or no?
0: We do have the answer, but I, just got I, I may or may not have another set of tickets to give away. Do you know the oh, answer?
2: It. Is it in your wildest dreams?
0: It's close. You're close.
2: Oh.
0: You're close. You're really, really, really close.
2: I don't have it then. That was if you, my guess,
0: if you go to the If you go to the game this weekend, who would you take?
2: Josh Allen. Bills.
0: You can't take Josh hey. Allen to the football game. He's going to be on the sideline. Who would I take to the game? <laughs> yeah, Who's oh, going with husband? you? <laughs> I, would,
2: I would take Josh Allen, but he's already <laughs> going to be there. He's over here. I'm <laughs> me right now.
0: <laughs> so your husband apparently wants to come to this football game. What's up, sir? You're live on YouTube right now, and yeah. about five thousand people are going to listen to this as a podcast this week. This is good radio, I'm telling you. Yeah.
2: he's also known as Wish Josh Allen. If you've seen my Twitter with his little bucket hat back here doing some yard work last week.
0: Nice, nice. Well, this like is it. uh, this is uh, people are so look at the last comment from Stephen Westerhout, and you'll have the answer.
2: I don't have it. I can't even see anything right now. I just how about if
0: I do it. this? Does that help? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Say it one more time. Wildest
0: land. Wildest dreams land is the answer. Amanda, I've got we we already connect on on Twitter. So I will text you the or DM you the information. Uh and then you can you'll actually be sitting in my seats. So, I can't go to the right. game this weekend. Yeah. So, you'll get to sit in my seats, my personal seats, uh, because I was going to be going with my daughter McKenna, but we've got, uh, I have to work Sunday morning, unfortunately, and I will not be able to make it to the football game. So,
2: <laughs> first date night and like since COVID happened.
0: Well, more of a date day. day. It is daytime, but it's a one o'clock football yeah. game. So, it's more of a date day. But uh, <laughs> well, c- c- I like cool. your style, Amanda. I like your style. <laughs> yes.
2: We're going to play off for the whole day so we can get a mom and dad
0: date night nice nice awesome well I congratulations like to both of our winners dave and amanda you guys enjoyed that game dave we'll talk to or amanda we'll talk to you later go bills uh but uh that was awesome so we've just given away two sets of tickets um what are you doing with yours you've got a set of tickets as well
1: oh uh, yeah i gave them to uh a good buddy of mine is taking his son uh to the game he has gotcha. a high school high school friend of mine
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Very good. Yep. So wildest dreams land was the answer. So congratulations to our two, two winners. So back to the football game, back to preseason. Uh, this has been fun. I, I don't know what people, how people are going to react in podcast form, but <laughs> this has been interesting. Right. So uh, any, any comments or thoughts? Was this a good idea or a bad idea? Well,
1: I, it was exciting. I mean, you just kept popping <laughs> I mean, you just keep bringing them on at this point. I mean, it's, it's whatever. I mean, they, they got answers. Everybody's got answers. It's
0: funny. I I, I had expectations that my catchphrase had caught on a little better than that, but apparently not. So now I'm really rethinking the whole T-shirt idea. It's like, maybe I shouldn't do a T-shirt. I don't know. But uh, back to the football games, to the first two preseason games. So has anything in your mind changed from the Lions game? So you you came out of the Lions game with thoughts, right? Mm -hmm. You kind of had some feelings about this football team, and then the Bears game happened. I've got a couple. Did you have any?
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, the first game, it, it even though I knew it was going to kind of be whatever, it, it felt like we weren't that great. I mean, you could, there was some splash things happening. You saw positive things happening, but from the Bears game, it was like positive on all phases except for the punter. Right. right. I, I mean, and to me, so there was a, definitely, I saw a jump. So if, right. that, if that, if it was the focus on the D line and that's all it really was that we, cause I felt like the same, as you said, I felt like during against Detroit, we actually, we, we were in their face all the time. I mean, yes. we were, we were rushing, we were getting things done. And I agreed with your statement of we stopped the run better. I still think we need to, our, our tackling seems to be a little soft still, um, but it's still early on. But yeah, I mean, from, that was only the real thing is that it felt more energetic the second game. And mm-hmm. I think the scoreboard reflected that
0: yeah I agree. For me, it was a big deal just as far as and the run game the, the fact that they tightened up the run game was big for me. Um, I love that there was a uh, there was almost a building upon from the Lions game to the Bears game. and I said that a little bit earlier. like we watched the Lions game and there was pressure and there's pressure on golf and the the Bears game it was it was heightened. It was almost it was a little more voracious. There was a little more energy. there was a little more motor in all of that. I was as excited as I was about the Detroit game. Couple so pass rush wise, I, I was still kind of living in that. Well, they're still going to be bend but don't break between the twenties. Like so, they've got a pass rush when they want it, but they're going to be bend but don't break between the twenties, and they're going to lock down. And that's the defense, the McDermott defense that we've seen. And then the Bears game happened, and it was just wave after wave. And Groot was borderline unstoppable. I think Cindy Freeland, if you I, you said you watched it twice, she talked about the fact that. A normal average or good pressure rate is like twenty or thirty percent, and the bills were at fifty-eight percent or something like that. Groot he had nine pass rushes, seven of them like were like like he was on the quarterback. He had a sack. I, it was just what he had to get a, a couple hits. It was just incredible. I can't believe. What are your immediate thoughts, or what are your I don't even know post two game thoughts? Maybe it's a maybe it's a stack of questions. What did you feel about the draft pick? What did you feel about? Well, you know, coming into this Lions preseason game, and how do you feel about Groot now after the Bears? So three-part question, right? 1A, 1B, 1C.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, when we drafted him, it was cool. I, it was, I had been going through the whole offseason where, like, the person that we're going to draft, I'm not really worried about because I don't think it's going to be a difference maker for this team on how we're going to truly perform and how many wins we'll get and where, where we'll be. I didn't think hmm. they would be that big of a contributor. Um, after a while, I mean, they knew they would contribute, but I wasn't expecting it to be something phenomenal. And right. he's going to be a problem. Yeah. I, I, I just, just watching it. He's so long and he's so fast. And if you can really rotate him the way that we're going to rotate, he's always going to be strong and fast. And he's so long. The, the, the other piece is, I think we're going to see batted balls. We're going to see missed throws. We're going to see a lot of that type of stuff, right? It's not necessarily this defense. I already felt that just from the first and second preseason game is more hands up, more pressure. Mm-hmm. We're going to see a lot of crap throws this season, I think. And um, so for me, I'm truly excited about what he can be, but I'm, I'm easing it a little bit because it is, it is preseason right And I'm in, I'm not sure, but right now I think he looks like possibly, and this is going to sound probably weird, but first time out, if I see it in the games, if he plays like this in the games, he'll be like our best first round draft pick in a little while. The first season.
0: Mm, Yeah. You could
1: production wise. He could be that. Like, I think he could come in and potentially have like 10 sacks or something crazy like that. And be like you know, Josh Allen was great the first season, but he did a lot of bad and he did a lot of whatever. And before, prior to that, nothing great. It usually takes guys a couple seasons before we see what we got from them. And I yeah. feel like he might yeah. change that.
0: You can go through them, right? I mean, if if we if 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 I pull up a screen here and I type in uh, Buffalo Bills first round draft picks, right? Whoops, first round draft picks.
1: Well, I mean, you can start with. Right, we didn't even have it last year, right? But basically, yeah. Epineza was our first round draft pick. Well, I'm gonna, Drew, I'm gonna, get better first gonna, year already,
0: hypothetically speaking. So, he's mm-hmm. had a sack in his first preseason game, he's had a sack in his second preseason game. He clearly is a problem, as you said. So, we let's just go through it real quick until you land on one where and the word you used was immediate impact, right? That's the word you used, and we might not get very far. Ed Oliver, no, right? Love Ed. But not yeah, not and not great. Not but but not the potential that we're seeing right now out of out of Greg Rousseau, Tremaine Envids. No, agreed. Agreed. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen immediate impact. Yeah. No. Agreed. This I mean, is he, where we he changed
1: our he changed he did make an impact, but I, yes. from what I'm seeing, this may turn into this is serious.
0: Right. Like Tradi- first tr- year serious. 2017 Tre'Davious White. You might stop there.
1: Yeah. Maybe even his first year, he, he did kind of ball out, but there's, I still feel like there was a year of like growing in there Yeah, and I'm not sure that we're going to see that. I mean, and this kid, he, he did ball out the last time he played football before he started this training camp and everything else and OTAs and everything before he came back to football, he balled out. He was like right behind Chase Young, right? So, I mean, this kid has, has done it. So. I I just feel like from what I'm seeing and I went back and watched it again today, kind of to just be like, and like I mentioned earlier, I think it is also a little bit of what's going on around him, but that's just going to help him even more. Right. Right. Like, I mean, he, I watched him on the first one where he just straight pushed dude back. There was no like extra power rush there. It wasn't like he went freaking crazy. He just went like his normal speed and put his hands into him and dude could get nowhere near him. (laughs) And he just kept pushing and it was over.
0: Yeah, the the the, uh, the example that I gave last week uh, with Jay Spencer King on the Humpty Hotline is it was like when we used to play with our dads and dad would stick his hand out on our forehead and we were just like, <laughs> like he couldn't exactly. grab him. That's very much what it was like. Brian Baldinger did a, a, a nice little spiff on him uh, just as far as kind of talk about what he did. He's just otherworld. It just, it's hard to believe that a dude that lit, literally has not played that position for very long then took a year off might walk into the nfl and be a very rough not finished product and still be potentially good and and the reality is is i'll say it before it ends up in the comments we're overreacting right now we are literally overreacting. he, he absolutely could end up week one through week six and have no effect in the nfl because he's that raw of a prospect there's just something to be excited about in, in regards to what we're we're seeing right now go ahead
1: The only other reason I'm okay with overreacting to this the way I am right now is because I know how we are offensively, Mm. and I know what's on the back end. He is going to have so many opportunities to just rush.
0: Yeah, 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 And we for see sure.
1: these teams are going to be playing from behind. They're going to be throwing. He is going to be in a supreme situation. And I believe, and I think you're on board with this, is that Oliver should have a very nice season this year with mm-hmm. star be- stars back. Yep, yep. I mean, I think that we are going to see this defense is going, like 2019, we might pass that yeah. in, the, in this defense. And, and we're going to do it early. Like our problem last year was we started so slow. I don't think we're going to see that because if we do get that youth movement, They're going to be pumped. They're going to be excited. They're not going to be, you know, it's going to be just full of energy.
0: Speaking of the preseason games, and that's the only reason that I'm bringing this question up, so let me preface it first. David uh, asks, Joe, is there any chance that we trade Mitch? Now, I said uh, to Jay Spence the King a couple weeks ago, there's a chance that the Buffalo Bills, if a team ends up having a prominent quarterback like the Colts where they lose their quarterback for eight weeks, you know, you could potentially see the Bills trade Mitch Trubisky, if they feel like they've got enough in Davis Webb or Jake Fromm. Do you think we've, I'm very happy right now. I was upset, not upset. I was concerned last year about our QB2 situation. I didn't feel like Matt Barkley. I love Matt Barkley. I'm not trying to disrespect Matt Barkley. He's a family man. He's a good dude. I love the guy. He loves Buffalo. He loves Josh Allen. However, if he has to play four games, I'm not convinced he can win two of them. Where are you at on Davis Webb Jake Fromm? Do you feel like, no, 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 we're good. We need to keep Mitch here. Or is this a situation where if some dude walks up and says, hey, I don't have a quarterback, I'll give you a first for Mitch.
1: So uh, just go follow me because yesterday after the game I tweeted (laughs) and I, I could probably pull it up exactly what it is. But I said to myself, isn't it going to be interesting if a QB1 goes down when Brandon Bean trades Mitch Trubisky to that team. Right? right. But later on I was uh following to scrolling around and Jim Manos, the ex, you know, the ex uh, bills personnel guy brought up a long time ago that the best thing that you can have is a good number two. Right. 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 And, and I agree with it. the more I thought about it, I was like, he is the ultimate safety net. Yeah, yeah he yeah. is. Because we just watched like, like you said with Barkley, dude's awesome. But when he steps into the field, we got to change what we're doing. Mitch, we are not going to change what we're doing. He's not going to do it as well as Josh can do it, Mm. but he is not going to have to change our game plan. Right. right? So very cool. We've got two number ones, like we got two first round picks in our QB room. That doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen.
0: One of them second overall.
1: Yeah. I mean, that doesn't (laughs) happen. Right. And so if he's willing to be here, You're paying him $2 million. The Bears are paying Andy Dalton $10 million to suck, right? So we are in a primo (laughs) position right now. And realistically, I think they do keep him because when Dabble does end up leaving us next year, which I'm going to cry very long and hard about, he's going to take Mitch Trubisky wherever he goes. And he's probably going to be like a Philadelphia Eagle or something along those lines.
0: Possibly. If he goes to the bears, he's not gonna, he, I mean, they've got Justin Fields. If he goes someplace where they've just recently drafted a quarterback or whatnot, I mean, there's, 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 I think he's going to be the Eagles head coach. Really?
1: I think he will. I mean, they're they're done down there and you're going to have Jalen hurts potentially, or, or you bring in Mitch at the same time and he competes with, with Jalen hurts. And if hurts isn't your guy, it's not your problem because you didn't draft him, Right. Right. And it's whatever. So I, I I, deep down inside do hope that Dable just falls in love with winning in Buffalo so much that he doesn't want to leave and do it So because people do do that.
0: Yeah. So let's do this. Let's pump the brakes a little bit on this overreaction here on the overreaction show. How much actual stock, and I talked about it at the top of the show, how much actual stock do you put into preseason games? And is it a concern for you that the bills are crushing people? And what I mean by that, I'll preface it. Normally speaking, teams that are very good in the preseason are horrendous in the regular season. And teams that don't win a lot of football games in the preseason are very good in the regular season. And the and the reason is the philosophy. Teams that are teams that are good in the preseason, what they're doing is they're game planning, they're structuring things, trying to get things ready for the for the, for the for the regular season. And they're doing things that the good teams are not. And what the good teams are not doing is they're not doing that because all they're doing is they're trucking guys out there to evaluate them. So with that being said, how much stock do you put into what we're seeing right now in these preseason games?
1: I mean, for me, I feel a little bit different about it. I don't put a ton of stock into it, but the reason that I'm okay with us winning right now is because I truly believe that we're that deep of a team. And it's just being shown that our seconds are better than everybody else's and it's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Because we're not, we're doing a lot of the similar things that those teams that don't perform well in the preseason because they're not playing their starters, right? That's typically why they don't perform well in the preseason. They're not rolling out the Russell Wilsons. They're not rolling out their guys, but we're not rolling out our guys either. Right. right? And and we're still winning. So I'm okay with it. I mean, and I just think it really does attest to what Brandon Beaton and Sean McDermott have built. Yeah. That there's competition all the time. And our guys just appear to be trying harder than everybody else. Or like they just <laughs> I, I don't know what you want to call it. It's just like right, right. I, I I you know, it's just it I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. So Mr. Diggs, uh, I lost it. Mr. Diggs is uh he's he's on this kind of feeling that 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 Mitch did not look like a QB1, maybe for some teams. And and I get it. And he and he earlier I believe Mr. Diggs in this comment said that uh he kind of looked meh. The problem is, is Mr. Trubisky went out there in this football game and he didn't have Stephon Diggs. He didn't have Cole Beasley. He didn't have Emmanuel Sanders. He didn't have Mitch Morse. He didn't have John Feliciano. He didn't have like Darrell Williams. On the opposite side of that field was Khalil Mack and the Bears starting defense. And he did what he did with second stringers across the offense. Does that matter? Or was it kind of just... Well, he was just running the offense, not that big of a deal.
1: I mean, whether that, whether it was Matt or not, I'll take it. Right. I mean, like we were, we were slicing them up. Who gives a crap of all he's going to be able to do is throw slant passes or we're going to do it. Like if he's going to be 20 for 27 and we're going to crush teams, then who cares if you feel he's ma because that's winning. Right. Like, w W is a W and he clearly to me is one of the best number twos in the league right now. I think there's there's not many other guys that you would say that you would rather have that are number twos than him right now, right? right? I just, I think that even if they have to scale the game plan back a little bit and make him manage the game, I'm okay with that because we have enough built around him and meh, wins
0: games. Right, right. Yeah, ask Jared Goff.
1: <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be splash plays all the time, right? I, I don't, like, Trey Lance, for example, right? He goes out and he he throws this 80 yard pass and everybody loves him. He also took four sacks in that game. Right. Mitch Trubisky didn't do any of that.
0: Right. Right. For so sure. I
1: mean, there's there's different ways to view what meh is, I guess, right? And but for sure. I like 20 for 27.
0: Well, the re- the reality is is nobody is mistaking Mitch Trubisky for Josh Allen. And that's we're gonna get there here in a second. Um, you know, Josh Allen is a different animal. He's a different breed, and Mitch Trubisky is not Josh Allen, it's more about can Mitch Trubisky succeed in this offense if the worst thing possible happened, which is Josh gets injured and can't play in a game or two or several. I think he's answered that question. Yes, he can run this offense, right?
1: Yeah, hundred percent agree. And I think you, we saw Barkley be able to do it last year. We just upgraded, right? That's all it is. We've got a guy that is going to be that much better at being able to come in and do it.
0: Yep. 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 So what if, What, if any, starters do you not need to see in the preseason? So I I posed this question to Jay Spencer King on Wednesday. Clearly, there's a lot of teams that are holding their starters out, and the Bills have done that to now. Is there a list? Is there a short list, a long list of guys that's like, I don't need to see this guy, or I don't need to see these two guys, or I don't need to see these seven guys. So what starters do you not need to see in preseason at all this year?
1: This is tough for me because I want to see all of them at least run out there realistically and just for one series. I mean, it just feels, but I'm so used to that, that I think that that's maybe why I feel that way about it. Um, I, I would like to see Josh go out for a series, have a little fun. You know, throw right. the ball against some live defense just a couple times and get him out of there. There's no need for him to be in there. Uh, he's obvious. And digs. we're not going to see him. I mean, that's just it is what it is. But we've seen him all offseason and what he's been doing. Right. He's been working right. all year. The dude's not sitting around. He's going to be fine. Beasley, I expect we'll see a little bit. Um, but realistically, if I didn't see him either, I'm OK with that. I, I know what the connection is. I know what they're going to be like when it comes time to do this. So uh, I'm kind of okay with the big, the big guys that we haven't seen uh, the Sanders. I, I guess I'd like to see him run out there, but if they're not willing to run him out there, that tells me that he's in the right place too. Um, so yeah. I just, I'm putting a lot of, um, you know, just kind of comfort in that. I'm trusting the process that it's okay. Like it, yeah. we've never felt this before, right? We're not used to seeing this, you know, but right. it, this is okay. And I'm okay with it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's from every report that we've gotten out of camp from all the, all the reporters and the bills beat guys to actually being at the open uh, practice that I went to. Josh Allen is literally doing against our own defense, whatever he wants to. So if he's in the pocket, he's throwing darts. If they flush him, he's throwing darts. And there's an aspect to that point of like, I got to take this banner off. i why don't, you, why don't you tell me that banner was still rolling? <laughs> Sorry about that. I wasn't really looking at the banner. Right, right, right. Uh, there's just an aspect that you know people just get this feeling or just get this idea that uh, you know that we might need to see him. I don't know where I don't know where I land with that concept because Jim Kelly in the in in the '90s era Bills always went out at least for one series, went right down the field and scored, done for the night. There's probably something to be said for that live action. There's probably and I something I think to be-
1: that's what it is. Is I would like to just see them, the the number ones roll out right. and just cruise down the field real quick. Right. And be like, okay, cool.
0: Yeah. And, and I think, but but you mentioned Sanders. I think Sanders is a big piece. Because Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs last year came into 2020 with a lot of chemistry and a lot of flow and a lot of rhythm because they spent so much time together. I don't know that Sanders has put that same amount of time in with Allen. So is there something to be said for having a couple of series where Allen's getting a feel in real game, right? Real action with Sanders. I don't know what that answer is. I I I want to see it. I don't need to see it. However, if game 1 they come out flat, I'm going to be like maybe he should have played a couple series in the preseason, right?
1: yeah I mean especially against Pittsburgh coming up right because they are going to be a team that's going to try their damnedest to take us down right off the bat right so you definitely would maybe like to see that Sanders I'm like I'm interested in him a lot because all offseason I've I really feel like he's going to have a great year with us I think he's going to have a phenomenal year where it might even be as good as when he first lined up against from Demarius in Denver back in like 16 he had a good year he had 800 and some yards like eight touchdowns I think he could do something like that in this offense I mean John Brown was pretty damn close last year so i'm going to trust that he is but i do agree that there is it's it's instilled in us joe i think is what it really is it's just there's this this is how you do it like why you're not even one time like one series (laughs) like you're just not even one like right okay i get i get you know like but let me see josh allen throw a ball against the number one defense one time during the preseason i'd probably be okay
0: and the reality is is you know the show is appropriately named the over overreactions you know podcast. And and the fact is is if Josh Allen doesn't take a snap in the preseason and he comes out flat, you better believe we're gonna hear about it. Like Bill's mafia is gonna lose their minds. Looking towards the Packers game this weekend, do you think he plays? Yes. Really? I,
1: I do. I think you're gonna see one series. Just so they can do the whole all right, let's go out, uh, for, get the, get, well, maybe not, but yes, I think there's going to be just the, the group of ones. Let's just go out and do the motion one time, right? Let's get through it and let's break a huddle. Let's get our cadence kind of down a little bit, you know, against a live opponent and see how it is. I mean, we haven't seen Mitch Morris really yet mm. either. Right. So he hasn't
0: played, has not played. Who,
1: who, yeah. Who's Manning our center. Right. So, I mean, that, there Ryan might be Bates. that piece of it is maybe we do it just so we can get him in. He just coordinates a couple. Okay, we're cool here. Let's let's go home. But am I going to be surprised if he doesn't? Not at all. Gotcha. I mean, you, you're protecting the number one. He's looked more than confident all off season. He He looks even better potentially. I mean, his throws look even a little crisper. Everything yeah. looks a little nicer.
0: Yeah. Bubble-wise, who do you need to see in this game against the Packers make a big impact or potentially – They're gone from this roster.
1: I don't know because i i really this this whole preseason i've only been focusing on one thing actually and it's been the back end i've been real curious about the young safeties it's good um, you know like heiden poyer gonna be gone in a couple of years realistically yeah yep. so if i were to pick one guy that i just want to see continue to do well it would be hamlin i really yeah. do like what he's been doing he's been around the ball a ton uh, i think he's down in the box nicely making great tackles and he he's in there you know making uh, fumble recovery he's punching the ball he's doing all the things that I think you need to see for a guy that we could potentially have hang out with Poyer and Hyde for two years and just be like phenomenal. So that's kind of where I've had my focus this whole off season is that back end.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting because I think we're going to see Mario Addison, Vernon Butler, and some of these some of these other guys that have sat. I don't know that we're going to see Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and Stefan is obviously nursing an injury, but I think we're going to see these guys because I can't imagine Mario Addison going you know, doesn't play week one, doesn't play week two, doesn't play week three, and then the Bills decide, you know what, we're moving on. That to me would be very, very strange. I think they're going to give them an opportunity, right, apples to apples, you, you know, they're going to rotate them just like they have been, they're going to throw Obata out there, they're going to throw Epinesa out there, they're, they're going to throw Groot out there and bash him out there, and Addison, right? Jerry Hughes, I don't know if he plays in this football game, but I think, there's a lot of some other guys, some bubble. I I think Addison is a bubble guy. I think Vernon Butler's a bubble guy. I think that Harrison Phillips is potentially a bubble guy. It'll be interesting for me to see who they truck out there and where those evaluations fall. And again, I'm just going to say it bills mafia, prepare yourselves because we're, I, I I honestly believe we're going to be potentially heartbroken as far as some of the guys that potentially get cut. I I think there's going to be some surprises I don't think you can necessarily trust anything that any Bills beat reporter. And I love all the Bills beat guys. So I'm not saying anything negative about those guys. I just think when it comes to roster predictions, I just don't know what we're going to see. And Marquess Stevenson is a perfect example. I don't think unless Marquess Stevenson is going to IR, whether it's short term or long term, the Bills at this point can't cut him. Do you agree with that? Do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm my my real questionable piece right now is the running back room. That to me is like I'm real curious to see how that falls. I mean, there's a lot of different things that, that and I agree that, that people better be prepared because people that you like and people that you really are hoping for to be good in the future are not going to be on this team. Somebody yep. I saw earlier said it's kind of like Fromm. He's probably not going to be on this team. I, I just there's there's part of me that thinks that he may not be part of the Bills at all. Right. right, like period dot end of story um, right. and it might have just fell bad for him or whatever but somebody was like it's a waste of a fifth round pick we better get used to wasting fifth round picks because this team is really freaking good really right? it's, it's, so unless you got a guy that's just a phenomenal talent that can show his way in like some of like hamlin the guys like that i'm talking about six round guy you got to really show out yeah, yeah in order to make it on this football team yeah. but i agree with your assessment of continue to rotate the defensive line uh for one so they can keep working with each other right and keep rotating through all those positions but yes to evaluate the addison see where he's really at butler i'm pretty much done with already i don't i don't think he could do anything in this last game that convinced me to keep him around even though i know it's going to cost me a bunch of money
0: yeah one more uh thing ladies and gentlemen you have been watching the overreaction sports show uh brought to you by the market dominator on the buffalo rumblings podcast network i'm your host the voice of the Overreaction Sports Show. My name is Joe Miller. You can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller. Uh, Joe Miller Wired. I'm here with my guest, my special guest, Colt Schroeder, the Buffalo nerd. And I have a real quick. I got a video that I got to show everybody. So just sit tight. And I don't know that I'm good at doing this. So if this works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Just we'll see what happens. But uh, this is, ladies and gentlemen. The Market Dominator.
2: Hello, Bill's Mafia, and welcome to the Overreaction Sports Podcast delivered to you by my good friend, Joe Miller, The Voice. This is your show sponsor, The Market Dominator. That's right. It's me, John Spaszczak, associate real estate broker with Keller Williams Realty. And I'm here tonight to talk about one thing, Joe's tagline or phrase that he's coined, Wildest Dreams Land. Folks, we are experiencing wildest dreams land with the Buffalo Bills. Don't take one day of it for granted. But I'm also here to tell you that we are experiencing wildest dreams land in real estate as well. And I'm here to tell you, I've been working as hard as Josh Allen to bring you the absolute best, most excellent performance from a realtor that you will find in Western New York. And that's why we've had a tremendous amount of success. So with our cutting edge strategies and with our hard work, we want to win for you in this super competitive market just the way that the Bills are winning day in and day out on the practice field and soon to be week in and week out on the game field. So folks, will you call me directly because I will answer my phone at 716 570 three two nine eight if you're even thinking or considering about selling or buying a property go bills
0: that's my guy <laughs> so it yeah worked. it worked so yeah it did work but uh colt the voice great, great show dude great show that was uh
1: it was fun hanging out with you joe i mean obviously you've uh, come on my show already you know we ch- we chatted it up a uh, draft around the draft which was cool but the excitement level was a hundred times less.
0: <laughs> than,
1: than what it is right now.
0: I think it comes with that 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 name overreaction. Like you've got yeah. to bring energy to the show, right?
1: I know. I felt like I should have just like I almost came shirtless. I like <laughs> I, I was going through a lot of different things. You know, I I needed to step my game up for you. So. you <laughs>
0: There's a you, lot going on. If you would have come shirtless, it would have been the most amazingly epic <laughs> moment ever in the history of all podcasting ever ever. So. Like chat do, painted you know, like, <laughs> well do me a favor real quick uh tell everybody once one more time where they can find you uh tell us about your show tell us what you do and I just I wanna I, I everybody that listens to me I want them to listen to you because I love you so much so
1: I appreciate that and thanks for giving me the opportunity to chat it up so obviously uh Colt schroeder you guys can find me pretty much anywhere it's cold underscore schroeder or just go to the buffalo nerd.com or look uh That's basically just go there. If you go to the Buffalo nerd.com, if I I write a little bit uh, fantasy stuff, do a little bit here and there Um, this season on the Buffalo nerd sports podcast, we're going to continue to cover charities like we do every week. Uh, you know, as my guest gets to choose a charity that they want to highlight for the week, which I really enjoy. Uh, We've highlighted almost 30 charities so far this year, uh, you know, all across the country and things like that. So it's a lot of cool stuff happening. Uh, I started a nonprofit. We're going to be trying to raise some money, you know, for a bunch of different charities this season. So we're doing giveaways, some things like that um hooked up with bet us so obviously I, I like to get into things we're gonna do some player prop stuff this season um there's gonna be some contests going on for like uh like an office pool type of thing where you guys can challenge me each week and type a lot of stuff's gonna be happening this season so if you guys want to have fun love the bills chat football want to learn about charities you know that are happening in your neighborhood and that kind of stuff then just head to the buffalo joe miller thank you very much
0: Awesome, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been watching and listening to the overreaction sports podcast overreaction show brought to you by the market dominator on the Buffalo rumblings podcast network. My name is Joe Miller. I'm the host of the overreaction sports show. And you can find me on Twitter at Joe Miller wired real quick. uh, I will. There will not be a show next week. So next week is Labor Day. Yes. Is that accurate? I think so. I think I'm wrong. I think no, there will no, be no, a show. No. There will be a show next week. So there it's will the be a show. After next after week. That, there think. will not be a show on Labor Day weekend. There will be a show next week. I'm getting confused. However, the season is three weeks away. Uh, but uh, it's awesome to have all of you guys join us as always. For me, for my guest Colt, uh, for the Buffalo Bills, for all of Bills Mafia. Before we let you guys go, go Bills, Colt. Give me a go, Bills. Go Bills.